Hey there, Ralph Garman here. Thanks so much for checking out this free edition of The Ralph Report. If you like what you hear, do me a favor. Subscribe to The Ralph Report so we can put some fun in your ears five days a week. And you can listen for as little as $3 a month. So subscribe today so you don't miss out on any of the fun. Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report and sign up. Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome to The Ralph Report, a brand new show for a brand new day. Sure, it's a Monday. We're going to make your Monday a little better. It'll be a fun day. Fun day Monday. Fun day Monday. (laughs) Here on the Ralph Report, it is April 10th. The year is 2023. That's the year of Larry. My name is Larry. My next guest has been on this show many times before, but this is his first appearance as a stand-up comedian. Would you please welcome Larry Bud Melvin? Thank you. Thank you very much. It's great to be back in New York City. I was born in New York City. I want to be near my mother. Thank you. <laughs> All hell, Larry Bud Melman. It is right to give Larry Bud Melman thanks and praise, just like it's right for you guys to be joining us here in the Bat Cave. I'm your old podcast pal. My name is Ralph Garman. And sitting here in the Batcave, mere feet away from me. It almost touch you. Because I have no longer a carrier of the dreaded virus known as COVID-19. Success, success. We've done it. We've done it. The Rear Admiral himself, the Sheriff of Ghost Town, the Mayor of Myrtle Beach, the victim of vandalism, uh, the Dilf Pickle. He's Nipsey Muscle, a.k.a. Holy God, holy God. Let's just call him Eddie Pence. Hey, everybody. Yo, ho, Eddie. Glad to be back. I'm, it's, it's nice to be sitting here. It's good Feels to have good. you sitting there. Feels right. Boy, that was a long week. <laughs> no red line. Today. No red line. No red line. Fresh and clear nice. as, as fresh driven snow. <laughs> All white. Oh, that's good. It is good. That's good. Take care of yourself now. Well, I didn't do anything. You did something. <laughs> you got it twice. I went outside. In six months. I went out into the world. I've been out in the world. I haven't gotten it. Well, it's because. Take care of yourself, man. Who wants to be inside you? <laughs> no, no self-respecting virus wants to live inside you. <laughs> hey, whatever keeps me healthy. I'm like the Ritz-Carlton for viruses. Fucking Roach Motel for viruses they can't wait to check in they don't check out <laughs> well, they don't oh boys and girls <laughs> do we have a hell of a show lined up for you today because on the counter you want to know why well we're extra excited because we're back in the same room again mm-hmm. but also it's a munchin monday mm. fine dining today i see the, the silverware is set out silverware nice. we have fancy. a fork and a knife eddie pence's life is going to be changed today kids is it? i guarantee i guarantee 
Entertainment news, your phone calls, all kinds of good stuff just waiting ahead. How was your weekend, Pence? It was good. It was nice. A relaxing weekend. We uh, Tracy's got another listing coming up, so I helped her set up her open house that she's going to have next weekend. Have you earned right your realtor's here. license yet? I, I think in terms of man hours put in, you should just be able to get your certificate. I put in more real estate hours than most real estate agents. I know you do. Um, so, yeah, she's going to have an open house next week right down your neck of the woods, right down the street. And, uh uh sherman oaks van nuys area get out of town yeah so we'll be uh here next week having an open house i'm gonna come by is there food no we don't do that that's that's insane i'm gonna show up and just say this house is worth seven million (laughs) dollars drive it up anybody who wouldn't buy this house is a fool i'll come in with a monocle (laughs) and then like a cane and a top hat character I'm going to create a character just to... Put a bid down right now. I have a Mm. trunk full of cash outside in my Maserati. Do you take jewels? (laughs) I have some uncut blood diamonds from (laughs) deepest, darkest South Africa. Come in, just do a a one-man show for everybody. Get that price up to the $2, $3 million range. Yeah, get that uh, sweet, sweet commission Mm -hmm. money rolling in. But yeah, we did that, and then that was about it for the weekend, really. No big Easter celebrations? Yeah, I mean some candy for the kid hit some easter eggs around the house good man that's about it yeah uh same here yeah yeah uh fairly uneventful weekend it was nice to finally be clear i cleared uh i guess friday night i took the the most latest test it okay. came up negative and nice then took another one saturday just to be sure but free and clear and um a little excitement yeah uh queen jay was out shopping yesterday oh i saw the photo she posted on the social media did you? With a car? Oh, not the car. Oh. That was uh, just another adventure. She got dinged, she in, the... got dinged in the parking lot. Oh, I thought that's what you were talking <laughs> No, she was out at Ikea. Yeah. And I was doing stuff around the house because weekends really are the only times I get to be Handyman Negri. Right. You remember Handyman Negri? I don't. He was the handyman on the uh, Mr. Rogers show. Oh, I didn't know. His, I don't remember his name. Yeah. Negri. So um, <laughs> I go around and I'm doing stuff. Yeah. And I'm hauling stuff, and I'm moving stuff, and I'm hammering stuff. Sure, and, uh, as you want to do. As I want to do. So I had to bring in the old wet-dry vac from the garage. Oh, yeah, the shop vac. I love the shop vac. Oh. So powerful. <laughs> so I grab the shop vac, and I'm uh, hauling it upstairs. Oh, no. And as I'm going up the stairs, yeah. uh, Jen's dog, Phoebe, yeah, Phoebe's, yeah, yeah. goes out down the stairs. Oh, that's not, that, there's some, something's got to give. Here's the thing. About Phoebe, for folks who don't know, is adorable, adorable little uh, cocker spaniel um, chihuahua mix. Yeah, very nice dog. And she couldn't be sweeter, but she's a bolter. She likes to take off. Yeah, she sees her daylight and she's gone. It's yeah, yeah. She's like uh, a running back. Yeah. She sees that hole in the line and she's just... She darts, man. She's got an extra gear, as they say in football. <laughs> So apparently the door was ajar when I walked through because Uh-oh. both of my hands were full. Well, yeah, with the shop and bag. she was upstairs, and I figured, well, I can walk up there. She's, uh, I'm safe because she's snoozing up in her bed. Upstairs. Right, right. No, she came bolting down. Oh. By the time I got downstairs and out the door, oh. Phoebe's nowhere to be found. Gone, gone. Not even a trail of dust anywhere. Nothing. And <laughs> I'm looking up and down. Oh, man, I see nothing. Uh oh. So I start walking up and down. And like you do, if you're a dog owner, you sound like an idiot. You yeah. start just yelling the name at the top right. of your lungs. Of course. Phoebe! Treats! Phoebe treats! Just trying to... <laughs> <laughs> Please come back. Because here's the thing, boys and girls. I don't know if you've ever known this, but it's one thing to lose your own dog. Ah. 
it's another thing to lose somebody else's yeah, dog. Yeah, that's an awful feeling. If you're house-sitting for somebody oh, and the dog disappears, oh, man. or you're in a relationship, for example, yeah. and uh, and the dog is in your care, yeah. it you wished it had been yeah. you. Yeah, I wish I had been uh, taken off the street yeah. by a stranger. I mean, the only recourse at that point is to get all your stuff together and move out of the house. Before she gets Before home. Before she gets home. Exactly. <laughs> Just be gone. So I'm um, <laughs> calling up and down, nothing. So now I got to hop in the car. Uh-huh. Slowly crawling around like some pervert or something. I'm cruising around my neighborhood three miles an hour. Yelling a girl's name. Yelling a girl's name out the window. <laughs> Phoebe! <laughs> like, oh, everybody's just hoping Phoebe's overage. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing. So I say, well, maybe she doubled back. Yeah. Maybe she's sitting she in front home. of the door. Right. Fingers crossed. Come back, park, driveway, nothing. Oh. So there's a neighbor across the street said, are you looking for a little tan dog? It's like, yeah. He goes, yeah, I saw it just bolt down the street about 15 minutes ago towards that major intersection up there. She's in Orange County by now. And I'm thinking, this dog is too sweet and too stupid, frankly, to stay out of the street. She's no, oh, yeah. she'll go right in the street. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah. not like going to stick to the sidewalks. Yeah. So now I'm imagining her at the top of this busy intersection just pancaked someplace. Oh, God. Oh, God. So I walk all the way down there, and I don't see any dogs on right. the street, and I don't see, hear any cars crashing or anything. So I'm thinking, well, maybe not. So I'm walking, and I'm walking. I do like a two-block parameter. And I said, what the hell am I doing? I don't know. It's a needle in a haystack at this she point. She could have gone any direction at this point. So now I have to make the dreaded text. Oh, no. Uh, hey, hon, where are you? Are you getting home anytime soon? Oh, I'll be there in a while. Why? What's up? Uh, well... The cat got on the roof. It's like that old joke, right? <laughs> I said, uh, Phoebe got out, and uh, she's nowhere to be found. She's like, I'm coming home. I'll be home in five minutes. I'm like, okay. So now I'm just doing more laps, more oh, laps, more laps. Just awful feeling. And I'm walking down my street here, the street my home is uh -huh. on, about a half a block, three quarters of a block. Walk, and I <laughs> And I look to my right, and there in a big, beautiful picture window on top of the couch is Phoebe barking at me. She's moved into another She's house. She's moved into another home. <laughs> so I go. Upgraded? Did she upgrade? I go, and I ring the doorbell, and a very nice man answers the door. And he says, does this little one belong to you? And I was like, yes. He said, I saw her in the street, and I didn't want anything to happen oh, to her. He said, I'm a dog owner, so I picked her up and brought her inside, and I put the word out wow. on the next door app and everything. I was hoping somebody would uh, try to claim her. He said, but I didn't want anything to happen to her, so I brought her in. What a great neighbor. What a great neighbor, My God, right? yeah. Ian is his name. Thank you, Ian, again, for that. Um, great neighbor. Wow. I was just so blown away by his kindness. And he's a dog owner, too, so he kind of gets yeah. it. Yeah. You know? But even then, you'd still let the dog keep going. Uh, no, I would take it astray <laughs> in a minute. Um, so he said, I, I gave her some treats, and she seems very happy. She's bouncing around, but uh, and she was she's blissfully she's unaware. thrilled to see yes. me know. Was, she was happy to be rescued. But it was just as one of those moments that kind of revives your sense of hope for humanity, where you say, here's a guy, and I don't know anything about this guy. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't yeah. know anything about me. Right. I don't know who he voted for. I don't know what religion right. he is. I right. don't know what kind of beer he drinks. There's nothing between him and I at this point. Right. He just did a kindness for a stranger yes. and for a, for a small furry creature. And I was just kind of choked up by how kind he was. So it's nice that sometimes you find you do discover that sense of community when you're when you when you least expect it. Yeah. Because yeah. I think you're right. I think I don't know. 
I hoped, I would like to think the number's higher, but what's the odds some stranger's just going to pick up a, a lot of people dog don't want to bring a dog into the house. They don't know where that dog is. If that's not just, maybe it's just a stray dog. could be a rabbit dog. You don't know anything about the dog. I say half the people yeah. in that same situation would just turn a blind eye. Yeah. But he was kind enough to take her in and feed her treats and keep her safe until she found me through the window. <laughs> hey, asshole, I'm in here. <laughs> and uh, Keep the door shut, dick. I'm carrying the dog back to the house as Jennifer pulls up into the driveway and the window <laughs> slowly comes down. And she said, oh, I guess I guess you found her. I said, yeah. She goes, you didn't get my text. She was like furiously texting me. Oh, really? Spoken word texting in the car, trying to get an update. And I, my phone was in my pocket. I didn't hear a thing. So. You were searching. I was searching. So um, all is well. Phoebe is safe. Get the next door app. Best part was um, when I came down, <laughs> the door is wide open. Yeah. So I know she's out. And Reggie's just sitting there looking at me like, that bitch is gone. <laughs> he wasn't even tempted to go out the door. He is not a runner. He probably he, nudged the door open. He was like, dude, she is toast. Wim and, women, am I right? You're never seeing her again. <laughs> Good luck, pal. And he sort of trod back off to his bed and laid down. So Suck, Sucks to be her. So we only lost one dog this weekend. But all is well. A little excitement in the weekend. Wow. Everything, everything worked Makes out. Makes you feel alive. Uh, before we get into today's show, real quick, bit of business. This weekend is the weekend, Saturday night at Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank, California. Kevin Smith and I once again taking the stage for Hollywood Babylon. The Late Show, 10 p.m. Saturday night, the 15th of April. That's tax day, man. Yes, it is. But yeah. I guess they push it till the 18th. I guess you go to 16th? get the extra, you get the Monday. 17th, I mean, get the yeah. Monday, right? Yeah, Monday. Uh, come on out and see us. We'll make tax season less painful for you. Love to see you. Go to flapperscomedy.com to get your tickets. Uh, some more business. At the end of last week on Friday, we gave away our last codes for Batman, the Doom that came to Gotham on digital. Yeah. We had a trivia question. Nice. What was Two-Face's original name in the comics Ooh, before Harvey they Dent. changed it to Harvey Dent? Any guesses, Eddie? I don't know. Lou <laughs> Iacocca? Yes, oddly enough. It wasn't even Lee Iacocca, no, his brother the Lee. actual name of the guy who, who brought Chrysler such fame. It was Lou Iacocca, who had a hot dog stand on 42nd Street. Not as successful as his brother. Not as successful. No, it was Harvey Kent. Oh, Harvey Kent. Harvey Kent for the first six years of the character's incarnation. Did they change it because of Clark? You think? Everybody at DC is like, <laughs> all the names you could have picked, you picked that one? <laughs> we have to constantly explain that they're not cousins or anything? So, uh, yeah, Harvey Kent became Harvey Dent in the comics. I want to uh, congratulate Angie Zamardo and Jim Key. Those are our last two winners for, uh, for the Batman sweepstakes. So, there we go. All the old business is out of the way. Now we got some new business. Over the weekend, I received so many emails and phone calls, people reaching out to me with the good news. I was so excited by this. More excited than I probably should have been. But if you're a longtime listener of The Ralph Report, you probably know that this particular sound is integral mm. to this show. Ah! Yes. That, of course, is the legendary Wilhelm scream. Mm -hmm. ah! We love the Wilhelm scream. We do, scream. so much. We've done a deep dive on the Wilhelm scream. Yes, on we this have. Show. My son loves the Wilhelm scream. It's the best thing yes. in the world. Ah! He probably knows it well from the Star Wars. He puts fame. in all the stop-motion animation movies. See, there you go. He loves it. Everybody loves the Wilhelm scream. Originally, it was recorded back in 1951 for a film called Distant Drums, a Gary Cooper Western that took place in Florida, of all places. Oh. Not very successful. Uh, but it's about a, a, an army captain who successfully destroys a fort held by Spanish gunrunners 
and then is pursued into the Everglades by a large group of Seminole Indians. Okay. And in the course of the story, there's someone who falls into a uh, into the uh, swamp there and gets bitten by an alligator. Oh. And so they needed the sound of a man being bitten by an alligator. Ah! And that's where that came from. <laughs> Most famously, though, it was reused a couple years later in another Western called The Charge at Feather River, in which a character named Private Wilhelm was shot in the leg with an arrow and let out this ah! famous scream. <laughs> It really came a claim to fame, though, uh, after the 1950s, when I mentioned a little film franchise called Star Wars started to incorporate it into all of their films. In fact, award-winning sound designer Ben Burt, who made all those cool sounds. He made Chewbacca's roar. And he made the lightsabers. Yeah, the guy everything. was a fucking genius. He needed a scream for a stormtrooper falling, and he reached into his bag of tricks and came up with... It was Ben, actually, who entitled it the Wilhelm Scream. Oh, really? Because he got it from that feature film, and he knew Private Wilhelm was the one screaming in uh. that movie. What does this all have to do with today? Well, over the weekend, I was besieged, happily so, by Garmy members who had sought an saw, saw who had seen... There you go. There you go. An article <laughs> by a guy named Craig Smith. And Craig, his passion is sound effects, and he has been preserving the Sunset Editorial Sound Effects Library. Hmm. What is the sound? The SSE Sound Effects Library? Well, there was a, a small business in Hollywood in the 1960s through the 1980s, and all they did was provide sound effects for film and television. Primarily, they did television stuff. A lot of uh, episodic shows like Bewitched and I Dream of Jeannie and Partridge Family and shows like that. Yeah. When they closed their doors in 1987, <clears throat> excuse me, they donated all of their sound effects to the USC Cinema School. Okay. Now, it was all still on reel-to-reel -reel and acetate and other kinds of right. formats. So this guy's been going through, cleaning it, it all up and digitizing it. Yeah. But he found all the original files. Oh, wow. Including the actual recording session where they came Dude, up with the Wilhelm screen. That's crazy. So I'm going to play it for you in its entirety, but this is the actual ADR, as they call it, recording session back in 1951 for Distant Drums. And they had a bunch of different cast members trying out screams to see which one sounded mm -hmm. best. And according to legend, actor Sheb Woolley, who later on had a hit with a song called One-Eyed, One-Horde, Flying Purple People Eater. Okay. He played a, uh, a uh, he was a co-star in the film. And they gave him the shot to try to come up with the scream of a man who's being bitten by an alligator. Right. So here's the recording session where the actual Wilhelm scream was first born. A man getting bit by an alligator and he screams. Okay, quiet. Hey, quiet. Do it out, Okay, ready? Ah! Ah! The first one you did up here was much better. Oh! No, no, not, not an owl. A real scream. A pain. Oh! <laughs> oh! Oh! I'll go through. Yeah, oh, like that one. That's amazing. So it's a little bit of history. That's so a little cool. bit of Hollywood history. Somebody unearthed the actual recording session where they invented the Wilhelm scream. It's not an O. It's not an O. It's a scream. Come on. <laughs> That guy sounds like every guy I've ever worked with in a recording session. Just, if we just get it right. Do so it the can, right way. Just do the right thing so we can all go home. <laughs> so uh, that was fun. Thanks to everybody who sent that to me. I really appreciate it. That was cool. I love Hollywood history. That is cool.
All right, kids, now it's time to turn our attention to you, beloved Garmy members who reach out to us on the Ralph Report hotline 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's available to you. All you got to do is dial up the number 1833. Hi, Ralph. It's pretty simple. Leave your voicemail message. What's on your mind, your thoughts, your feelings, your questions, your comments? Love to hear them all. Know that I will hear them all because I do sift through them all. I listen to them, and then I grab a handful that catch my attention, and we put them here in Garmy on the line. The telephone is ringing. The Garmy's on the line. Ralph's going to play your calls now. Let's see what's on your mind. We start off every Monday because it's a hard day. A lot of people have a hard time getting started, going to work or school. We start off with a joke. That's why we call it Mirthful Monday. Here's Steve. Ralph. Hey, it's Steve, uh, four star from LA. I have a joke for you for Mirthful Monday. All right, here it goes. What did the thesaurus have for breakfast? I don't know what thesaurus had. A synonym roll. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, crack me up. Anyway, LMB. A synonym roll, Eddie. Synonym roll. Synonym roll. Synonym roll. You see, here's because in a thesaurus, you can find antonyms or synonyms or homonyms. You can find any number of different kinds of words that relate to each other in different ways. But the roll that people have for breakfast is ordinarily known as the cinnamon roll. But those words sound so similar that a thesaurus yes. might get those confused right. and have that for breakfast. You don't you don't understand, but I'll explain it to you right after the I show. I got it. I promise. I even got the whole dinosaur aspect too, yes. I sometimes am a little brought down by the messages left on the wrong. Oh no, why? Sometimes people take shots or they're correcting us, or yeah, yeah, you yeah. get a bunch of calls where people are I don't know, unhappy about something, yeah, 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 or you're yeah, not yeah. doing enough of this, right, or you're right, doing right. too much of that. Yeah, yeah, of course. Then every once in a while, I run across a call like this. Hey, Ralph. Hey, Eddie. I hope you get well, Steve. Um, fast, of course. Um, this is Mitchell from Colorado. I just wanted to say a thank you uh, just for the show, just real quick. Um, I visited uh, my dad in California, and I played your show and he was laughing, and now he's subscribed to it. And I just want to say thank you for giving us something, you know, being so far away, me in Colorado, him in California, that we talk about what goes on on your show. And um, just to recommend to anybody, like, uh, you know, just to bullshit with your folks or friends or whatever. Um, yeah, I just want to say thank you for uh, giving me that gives us something to just talk about on the topics of your show. So thank you very much, LMB. We're bringing families together. That's nice. Bringing a father and son together, and they have something in common. They get to talk about the show. That's nice. I love that idea. Yeah, that's great. So if you uh, have a a relationship you'd like to reinforce. Let us know. In, not let us know. No, call it's one of our, our We'll our, fix it. It's none of our we'll business. We'll fix anything. It's none of our business. We're fixers. But maybe you can introduce them to the Ralph Report, <laughs> and then you guys have something you can talk about. Right. Say, do you hear that story where they talked about the Wilhelm screen? Right. And Ralph played it way too much? <laughs> Love that. Yesterday, not yesterday, Friday. Friday. Seems like yesterday. Mm. Friday's show, of course, uh, our own vegan giant, um, 
stopped by. He did. To start off the show with one of his uh, famous Ralph Report taglines. Mm -hmm. I believe it was, uh, we were talking about things that happened to your penis. Yes. The Ralph Report. It does something to your penis. Yeah, it does. Ooh, so does John Fink. <laughs> Jesus. Eddie was uh, smitten. It hit me right in the earphones and it just tingles the ear the right Apparently way. Apparently, it hit you someplace. Make something move. It may not be over. There's a bromance of brewing. Hey, Eddie. I'm glad I do things to your penis. Uh, I'm concerned, though. I don't want to make Jackpot jealous. Jackpot, you're not mad at me, are you? Let's not fight. We can share. LMB. Keep your hands off my man. I'm not your man. That's my I am, man. You're not. Hi, daddy. Talking to you. Daddy. I'm talking not, to you. You're not talking to me. I'm not your daddy. Yeah, y'all. Freak. I'll be the daddy then. No, you're not. Who's your daddy? No, you aren't. Jack Buddy. Nope. I hate him. Wow, you guys. There's a love triangle uh, brewing. That was the best part of last week, if not being in the same house with him. That was well, he missed part. you, I think. Did he? I did. Did you get COVID too? I didn't get COVID. Because I keep my nose and mouth plugged at all times. Jesus Christ. What do you what do you plug your nose and mouth? I don't even want to know. Don't want to know. I'm a clown. Because it comes in handy being around all I that confetti. Gotta keep it somewhere. Yeah. Uh, what's up next? Oh, I know. It's time for us to play a little upbeat music for you because. We do that each and every episode yes, to make do. your day a little bit brighter. We call those our happy hits. We've been doing covers. Sure have. Hey, Ralph. This is Mike from Tahunga. I just heard a great cover that's also timely. Stevie Ray Vaughan covering the Beatles' Taxman. Oh. Get your taxes done, kids. Yeah. Hope you enjoy the song. Love you. Mean it. Bye. able to play guitar like that is like a magic trick yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I watch someone shred, I say that I it's that, not human. That can't be possible. It's not human. A person's fingers can move like that. 
Thank you, everyone who called in today. You, too, can be featured in the Garmy on the Line segment. But in order for that to happen, you got to call me. Call me. Hey there, it's Ralph Garman here. I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you are, why not subscribe to The Ralph Report so you can hear it every day, Monday through Friday. For just 15 cents a day, you can be a one-star general supporter, and that will get you the show in your ear holes Monday through Friday. Of course, there are two, three, and four-star general levels as well, which gets you more bonus content and more access to me. So if you like what you're hearing, why not subscribe? Go to patreon.com slash the Ralph Report. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash The Ralph Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Now it's time to take a look in the rearview mirror and find out what happened on this day, April 10th, in history. Ralph's about to solve another mystery. Like is today the day some dude invented Listerine? Or maybe a tyrant king married his sister queen? Who knows, every day seems to be an anniversary. The Garmy's rubbing Ralph's lamp, so grant our wishes, please. And tell us what went down this day in history. On this day in 1815, Mount Tambora exploded. Oh, no. Yes. In the Dutch East Indies, a cataclysmic eruption of the volcano, one of the most powerful in history, hmm. killed 71,000 people. Well, that's a lot of people. That's, a, that's like a football stadium full of people. And caused a global volcanic winter Ooh, around the planet. I've yes. never heard of this before. It happened. Oh, that sounds Crops awful. died. The skies turned dark. Oh. It was horrific. Right. So glad I wasn't around for that. It sounds like apocalyptical. It does. Is that how you say that? Apocalyptic, I think, would Apocalyptic be Apocalyptic I don't think you need to go to the coal. I like the coal. You don't need but a add coal. something to it. Leave the coal alone. I like the coal. 1816, Samuel Taylor Coleridge recited his famous poem to his fellow uh, poet, not pirate. Oh, oh, that'd be better. His fellow poet, Lord oh. Byron, and Byron persuaded him to publish it. And it became one of the most famous poems of all time. You know, Eddie Pence. Samuel Taylor Coleridge's most famous poem. Oh, yeah. Um, there, There's... <laughs> Really? <laughs> I'm a little rusty. His, in his improv class is really paying off. <laughs> a little rusty. Kublai Khan. Kublai Khan. Kublai Khan, Kublai Khan is Khan. the name. Right. His famous opening lines. In Xanadu did Kublai Khan a stately pleasure dome decree where Alf the sacred river ran through caverns measureless to man down to a sunless sea. Mm. That sounds sad. And that's where we get Xanadu from, because oh. that is the, the stately pleasure dome. It's the pleasure palace. And from now, ever since that poem, yeah. not from now, but from, from then. From then and forever. Um, Xanadu is considered a euphemism for a, uh, a, a paradise. Banging. Uh, Citizen Kane. Yeah, yeah. Named his home Xanadu. Xanadu. That yeah, was yeah. his personal paradise. Sure. Xanadu. Did someone say Xanadu? Come on, everybody. Yeah. Come on, clap your hands. Sing along. A place where nobody dared to go. The love that we came to know. They call it Xanadu.
that necessary to play the whole song? It wasn't the whole song. It felt like the it whole song. It took all my restraints just, not to play a, the whole song. A bit much. It is the happiest, peppiest song in the world. Right. But And Olivia Newton-John is a goddess. Agreed. But maybe at the end of the show. You don't. Not right smack dab you don't in the agree. middle of the show. If you play agreed, the whole song. You'd say, can we just play that again? And then you'd get up. But and if I did that, then you would. Start, and that'd be played twice. You'd start dancing around the Batcave, like <laughs> I do, often. <laughs> Love that song. 1825, the first hotel opened up in Hawaii Ooh, okay. on this day. It was, uh, it was Hotel Kamanawanalea. Kamanawanalea. Right. 1849. Oh, you know, I feel about you know, Oh, motherfucking. <laughs> just want to throw it up. Fucking pillowcase and drop it in the river. No, I love it. All you want to do is just fucking wrap your hands around its throat. No, watch you're, watch you're light mis- leave its eyes. That's what you want. Just fucking slowly slide a knife into the chest of the 1800s. You're, mis- you're oh. misconstruing my passion and love for the 1800s. Don't, if I can't have you, no one will. That's what just it is. can't love the 1800s enough because of all the wonderful inventions. Oh. We got from the 1800s. Right. I've talked about this one before. It's one of my favorites. Uh-huh. In 1849, on this day, Walter Hunt patented his safety pin. Oh, the safety pin. Oh, my God. That's a... Come on. <laughs> that is That's everything. the crowning achievement in inventions for you, right? Uh, like, that's what you point to when it comes still to... We're still using it using today. It. Not as much as we were, but we're still no, using still, it. Still, I got a safety pin at all times, just in case... <laughs> What if your, your fly pops open or something? Safety pin. Safety pin. Or duct tape. He sold the rights, by the way, for 400 bucks. That seems dumb. Don't do that, kids. If you invent something, make a deal where you get pennies for each sale yeah, or whatever. But something. Don't, don't Passive sell your, income. That's the key, Don't people. sell your rights outright. 1858, Big Ben. Oh, yeah. The Big Bell up there in the uh, tower. Not the clock. Not don't, the clock. Don't do not that. Not the tower. Don't do that. It's the bell. It's the bell. Recast at Whitechapel Bell Foundry on this day. Uh, 1866, the American Society for, for Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, ASPCA, was formed on okay. this day. 19, excuse me, 1872, the first Arbor Day ever was celebrated in Nebraska. Was that the was that where it started? Yeah, very or first they Arbor finally Day. Agreed to celebrate it there. No, there was, okay. they invented the they invented, they invented Arbor Day. All right. Good for them. Good. 1878, California Street Cable Car Railroad started mm-hmm. service up there in uh, Northern, San Francisco, Northern California. 1912 on this day, the RMS Titanic set sail from Southampton for her maiden and final voyage on this day. 1913, the New York Highlanders played their first MLB game as their new team name. Hmm. The Yankees played their first game on this day to the Washington Senators. Yeah. And they lost. There you go. 1919, Mexican Revolution leader Emiliano Zapata was ambushed and shot dead by government forces. Oh, man. Yeah. Viva Zapata. Viva Zapata. Nineteen twenty-three. would be shoes, right? Uh, they would be, Viva yes. shoes. Viva shoes. 1923, Adolf Hitler demanded of Germans. Oh, fuck that guy. Hatred and more hatred in Berlin on this day. <laughs> that should have been a red flag to somebody in Germany. Uh, I don't know. You get people scared enough, hate comes right after that. Yeah, but usually they don't ask for it outright. What? You know what I need? More hatred. Usually you try to get the hatred without calling out for the hatred. You just mm-hmm. go point at the other guys. Look at them. They're bad. They're going to take your jobs right. and your women. So yeah, but you stop get people, them. It's like Yoda had it right in episode one. Fear mm-hmm. leads to anger. Anger leads mm-hmm. to hate. Yes. Hate leads to suffering. You get mm-hmm. people 
scared enough, they get angry enough, they get they start hating, and then mm-hmm. you can just flat out ask for it. I, I wear clothes that are flattering, not. <laughs> he also said that. <laughs> the Great Gatsby was published on this day in 1925. Yeah. One of the great American novels. It is. Had F- to read it. F. Scott Fitzgerald. Yeah. 1930, Theocall was produced for the first time. Another great invention. Theocall. Theocall. What's Theocall? It's a synthetic rubber. Oh, that's good. It was the uh, major... Is it rubber? No, rubber's not synthetic, right? No. Rubber's, rubber's real. Natural. Rubber's comes natural from a rubber tree. Occurring thing. The uh, artificial polymer sealant was used during World War II. It was one of the things that helped us win the war. 1934 on this day in Chicago Stadium, Chicago, Illinois, the Blackhawks beat the Detroit Red Wings for their first Stanley Cup mm. on this day. Blackhawks were good. They were for a long time. Same with the Red Wings. Yeah. 1938, Austria became a state of Germany. Germany just kind of stopped by and said, you're now, you're now with us. <laughs> just FYI. Just let you know. You belong to us now. <laughs> the Austrians like, what? And that one guy ran over the Alps with his family as singing kids. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's a true story. 1942, cigarettes and candy became rationed in Holland thanks to World War II. Mm. Oh, the worst thing that could happen. Rationing your cigs. Cigarettes and candy, both gone. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's a nightmare. Those poor Hollanders. God, imagine if they did it to Jack Daniels. They're not, ho- they're not Hollanders. You no. don't call them Hollanders. Holland, Hollandizers. Hollandaise. Hollandaise? No. Holland, Hollandese. The, the Dutch. The Hollandese. I think we call them the Dutch. I like Hollandese. Jackie Robinson became the first black player of the 20th century to sign a Major League Baseball contract on this day in 1947. 1953, the very first color 3D movie premiered in New York City. Do you know what that film was, Eddie Pence, for bonus points? Color 3D movie? The first color 3D movie, 1953. Wizard of Oz? I'm sorry, what happened that, now? No, not Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz came out in 1939. I don't fucking know the date. <laughs> 1953? Color movie? It was a 3D? horror movie. I'll give you a hint. It was a horror Creature movie. Creature of the Black Lagoon? Starring Vincent Price. I don't yes, know. I like to create beautiful masterpieces in my museum here. And then it was all destroyed by fire. And I became a crazed murderer what? to bring my creatures back to life. No. Nothing? Nothing. House of Wax. No. You never saw the House of Wax? Never saw House of Wax. Oh, my God. It's so good. I never saw it. Gotta watch it. Sorry. It's a spot on Vincent Price. Thank you. 1962 on this day. Very first Major League Baseball game played at Dodger Stadium. Oh. Chavez Ravine. Don't don't look up the history of Chavez Ravine. No, it's It's not a pleasant story. Not pleasant at all. 1970, Paul McCartney officially announced he was leaving the Beatles on this day. Yeah, I think I'll be leaving the band. Woo! <laughs> he said famously. <laughs> Philadelphia Phillies played their new home on go. this day in 1971. The Vet? Veterans Stadium. Oh, oh. shithole. A palace. Fuck. A palace for all sports. Palace of shitholes. For everyone to it's love awful, and enjoy. An awful stadium. Football, baseball, they played it all as the it's Vet. Worst turf in the league. Wonderful. 1974, two magicians met for the first time. Penn Gillette and Teller. Oh, Penn and Teller. 1984, mm-hmm. the Challengers snared a satellite out of space for the first time. That's when I thought it was like, okay, we're getting now towards like Star Trek land because yeah, you we can, can do actually, shit in space. You can fly now. up in space and send a ship, and then you can grab a satellite doesn't work yeah. and pull it in and yeah. then bring it back down to Earth. Yeah, we're just next thing we're doing, we're beaming people places. Exactly. Didn't turn out that way. 1985, at 80 years old, Leo Seitz became the oldest bowler ever to score a 300 game Ooh. at 80. Oh my God. 
My God. Was there bumpers in the uh, no, gutters? No, he was for real. For reals. 1991, Wayne Gretzky, the gate, the gate one. He was the gate one. <laughs> the great one. <laughs> scored his 93rd playoff goal. God, which insane. was a record. Insane. I think I think he has records that will never be beaten by anyone else ever. He's I mean Ovechkin's getting close to some records, but like he's uh, he's. But Ovechkin had played for a hundred yeah. years. It's like Jordan. It's like or it's just crazy. He's the greatest. There's no argument. No, there really. isn't. Nineteen. Uh, excuse me. Twenty twelve. Apple had a value of six hundred billion dollars. Wow. Making it the largest company in the history of the world. Twenty fourteen. The Amazing Spider Man two with Andrew Garfield premiered on this day. 2014, also 2014, yeah. the 29th Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees were welcomed into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Peter Gabriel on the list, mm -hmm. well-deserved. Um, who else we got? Hall and Oates, Nirvana, Linda Ronstadt, Cat Stevens, the E Street Band, Bruce Springsteen's band, okay. Brian Epstein, manager for the Beatles, Andrew Lug Oldman, who was the manager for the Rolling Stones at the beginning of their career. Okay. You know who else was nominated, Eddie? Who? You want the best? No. You got it. Until Iron Maiden's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I don't acknowledge the Rock and Roll oh, Hall of you're, Fame. You're balking? I'm balking at the Hall of Fame until the know. Iron Maiden is in the Hall of Fame. There's no Hall of Fame. In 2019, the very first home delivery service by a drone happened in Canberra, Australia, hmm. by Wing, part of Google's Alphabet company. 2019, the first ever photo of a black hole was announced, scary. taken by the Event Horizon Telescope collaboration. Oh, that sounds scary. 2019 also was the day in Taiwan, the first operation of its kind. A doctor removed four tiny live sweat bees from a woman's eye. Uh, what? The, the Fuck. The minuscule insects uh. known as sweat bees are only three to four millimeters long. They were in her eyeball? Well, here's the thing. They, uh, they feed off of pollen, but oh. they also feed off of sweat, hence the name sweat. So anything that has uh, oh. life-giving salt and other things in the they sweat in that they eye? love, they have, sometimes they'll go for the eyes as well. Oh. And so they were under her eyelid living oh. there, forcing her to tear up constantly so they could nom, 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 just eat up those sweet tears. Fuck. So the doctor, she says, I have a swollen eye. So he looks under her eyelid and goes, yeah, because you got four bees, uh, bees living under there. <laughs> so he had to remove them, naturally. And in 2022, the revival of Cabaret, starring Eddie Redmayne, won Best Musical at UK's Olivier Awards. I didn't even know Eddie Redmayne starred in Cabaret, so mm -hmm. I hunted it down. Here he is. <laughs> It's like a greatest hit show for me today. It's everything you've ever wanted. All my favorite songs. <laughs> I'm loving today. All right, you know what we do now? We find a day in history that's related to a food, and we run it past Eddie Pence to see if it's something he'd be willing to eat or mm -hmm. perhaps just stick up his ass. Then pull out. <laughs> today is such a day. We're going to talk about the food, then pull the handle of the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. The reels go round and round, and when they stop, if they line up... Jackpot. That means Eddie's eating that food. If they're mismatched, <laughs> they're not going to go for it. No. Or Eddie won't go for it. I won't. They 
they. Do you identify as? I identify as a he, he him still. I'm a he him. Your pronouns? I'm a he him. Okay. On this day in 1982, Saturday Night Live caused real problems for AT&T. It was the first example of interactive television when Eddie Murphy held up a live lobster named Larry. How appropriate, the year of Larry. <laughs> and declared that the show's audience would have to determine whether Larry lived or died. Oh, wow. Yes. There were two 900 phone numbers. One for those who wanted to spare Larry <laughs> and the other for those who wanted to see him dropped in a pot of boiling water and oh, cooked. Did the ASPCA get on them? Uh, there were a lot of complaints I would about imagine. this bit. Each call cost 50 cents each. <laughs> Viewers made nearly a half a million calls. Oh my God, really? 500,000 calls. Wow. Sending phone traffic soaring and uh, tying up a lot of lines that night. The very next week, they announced at the end of the show that Larry would live. Oh. But at the, at the end of the, at the, the next week's show, during yeah. uh, the news update segment, they recapped it, saying a lot of people had sent in angry letters and cards sure. vers uh, regarding Larry's treatment. Eddie Murphy read one aloud during that news mm -hmm. update segment the following week. Granted, you said his life would be spared. But are we really expected to believe that Larry is alive and well after you waved him around in the air like a flag all evening long? If he hasn't yet died from overexposure, surely Eddie Murphy has murdered him or at least maimed him. <laughs> and it says this part in parentheses. That man is sick, and I thought those people didn't like seafood. <laughs> wow. In response to the racist hate mail that he got... Wow. Eddie presented a plateful of a lobster that had been boiled, saying that was, in fact, Larry. <laughs> and he was going to leave him alive, but with all the racists that were angering him, he decided to eat Larry wow. instead. So today's food is not Larry the lobster. He's long gone. But just lobster in general. Is that Eddie Pence's kind of food? We know he thinks a pineapple's too scary to bite into, but what does he think about the, the giant insect-looking lobster? <laughs> is that something he would like to eat? There's only one way for us to find out. we got to pull that handle. Here we go. One lobster, two lobsters, three lobsters. And a big love lobster. Yeah. He likes to eat the tail. <laughs> Eddie, can you eat my tail? I'm not eating your tail. You're not a lobster. It's red like a I lobster. I know it's red. It's not because you're a lobster. I got a rash. Yeah, you do. Pussy boiling. Pussy. <laughs> boiling? Boiling. Boiled. Fucking gross. I have a cream. Yeah, that's not going to help. Put some cream on my tail. That type of cream won't help. Uh, you're eating lobster. I like lobster. I like the claws and the tail. Yeah. I don't care for the body. You like, uh, you You probably like the meat better than the process of getting the meat out. Yeah, well, because the, the claws and the tail are pretty easy to get out. Yeah. It, I don't dig into the Crack body. Em. Crack them. The, the body's gross. I don't you dig into the body. sweet, sweet drawn butter, too? No, I don't like it with butter. I just oh, like the taste of the... Because same with crab meat. I like crabs. I like crab legs, but I don't dip them in butter. I just like the crab meat. You dip the crab legs in uh, cocktail sauce? No. Shrimp, I do. Yeah, Shrimp go in the cocktail sauce. Crab meat and lobster meat, I just eat by itself. There's just no fixing you. Because it tastes good that way. It's all just broken. <laughs> Eddie Vance, eating lobster. What do you know? Hmm. It's a day for history. Fancy. I pity the fool who ain't been schooled by Ralph recently. He's dropping college-level knowledge with such accuracy. It got my head spinning faster than a drunk Eddie. And I'm rocking the back and track with a rap like a bad celebrity. I hope Cooperman loves my beats, because that rhymes with LMB. And that's a rap for the Ralph Report today in history. 15 cents a day, y'all. Now it's time to take a look at all the entertainment news in a segment I call the Showbiz Beat. 
Well, what do you know? Congratulations to Super Mario Brothers. Oh, yeah? It just passed Frozen 2 this weekend for the highest animated global box office opening in history. Wow. $377 million around the world. crap. $204 million domestically. It got $204 million opening weekend? Yes. Wow. Now they're considering it a five-day weekend because of the holiday. Good right. Friday, a lot of people had off. Yeah, yeah. So they started Thursday night and went through Easter Sunday. Damn. But still, $204.6 million, million, making it the largest global animated opening weekend in history. That's, I mean, I knew there's a lot. There's a big nostalgia factor there with kids from my generation. I got that too, but I didn't think it was going to beat up Disney like that. And then taking, you know, people like my age taking all their kids to go see that movie. Did you see it this weekend? I didn't see it. I haven't seen it yet. I've heard it's not great. Even as a kid's movie, it's not a great story. Unless you just love Mario and love all the Easter eggs and the nods and the winks. But it's like an actual animated kid's movie. I heard there's some flaws in the story. I guess all the gamers just showed up. Yeah. I think it was like, yeah. I bet there'll be a big drop off next week. Yeah. Everything I've heard from critics to people who actually seen it. We'll wait and see. Yeah. Number two at the box office, I mean, by a lot, with just $20 million, was Air, okay. the sports dramedy with Ben Affleck and Matt Damon about how yeah. they got, uh, how Nike got. I want to see that. It looks good. Um, Michael Jordan to sign on. Uh, at three, John Wick, Chapter Four. I got to see that. Uh, just behind that, slightly, Dungeon and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, at number four. And then bringing up the rear at number five is Scream Six. I got to tell you, if you're looking for profits. Horror movies, man. Yeah. It's the way to go. So far, it has a $103 million gross in North America. And that's against a $33 million oh, production man. budget. So Jeez. that is uh, it's nothing but making money. That's Printing how, money, as yeah. they say. That's how you get a movie in the theaters nowadays. Amanda Bynes sadly still remains in the mental hospital. We talked about the fact that she was found about three weeks ago wandering naked in the downtown streets of Los Angeles. Yeah. Luckily, she flagged down a passerby who was able to give her a phone, and she dialed 911 on herself to admit that she had a psychotic break, and so she went into the hospital. They say um, she should be ready to leave, hopefully, in another week or so, and then she'll be treated as an outpatient. But um, they're trying to get her meds right and trying to get her back where she belongs. So all the best to her. It's just uh, she's had a hard life, that kid. Yeah. There's another sad story in the news. Bam Margera now has been hit with a temporary restraining order. Apparently, he threatened the life of a man named Daniel Cardenas. The man claims that in the middle of the night, Bam Margera just came into his house, just broke into his house, Mm. started making death threats. You have 12 hours to leave the house or I will kill you with my brass knuckles, he said. Oh, my God. Uh, He came back about 90 minutes later after he and his, uh, Cardenas and his roommate forced Bam Margera out of the house, confronted him again. And now there's a court hearing scheduled for today to find out exactly what happened. I wonder if there's some previous relationship there. That or something. sounds like there's something It doesn't there. say here, so maybe it's a drug deal yeah, problem or something, but I guess we'll find out more after, mm. the, after the hearing. He's a menace at this point. He really is to yeah. himself and others. I mean, nobody seems to be able to rein him in. Nobody. He's yelling at his ex-wife. He's not uh, tethered to anything wife. at this point. It's uh, just a tragedy. Friday, did you go? Star Wars celebration over the weekend. It was in England. I couldn't go. Was it in England? It was in Europe. Or England. I think it was somewhere in London. Was it in London? I thought it was always in Anaheim. No, no, no. Oh, that's 
2323, D23, D23 whatever is. Of. A celebration last year was in Anaheim. Oh, I got it. They move it, they move it around. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, it was a lot of news coming out about Star Wars yeah. over the weekend. Ahsoka. Ahsoka. The live-action Star Wars series starring Rosario Dawson. Yeah. In the title role of Ahsoka Tano. Will be coming to Disney Plus in August. Yeah, I'm excited announced. about that. It looks like the fifth or the, the continuation of the animated series Rebels. That, that's what they say that. it is. Uh, uh, Ahsoka will try to uncover the threat of Grand Admiral Thrawn. Thrawn, yes. And then, oh boy, she's gonna take <laughs> her take her her squid hair and she's gonna whip oh it God, around in his a, face oh and say, God. "Take not, this." Not doing that. With Here's her... my squid hair no, in your face, baby. They're pulling from what looks to be the heir to the Empire uh, books that came out that George Lucas said were the actual continuation of the story after Return of the Jedi by Timothy Zahn. Right. And that's where we got Grand Admiral Thrawn. Sure. So uh, that story really involves Luke, but it looks like they're going to substitute the cast and the, the ghost uh, the ghost crew ah, and Ahsoka Tana right. as Luke and then sort of go on that way, Grand Admiral Thrawn being the main bad guy. Sure. And a lot of sort of cloning with Emperor Palpatine to try to, you know, rectify whatever problems they had with Rise of Skywalker. Right, of I course. think that's where this is all hit. Yeah. That's what it looks like to me. Me too. <laughs> uh, uh -huh. I'm just trying to impart what little wisdom I have. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> Did you just I'm releasing your undies when little you read bit, that news? A little bit. It dribbled out. And we're getting three new Star Wars movies. Yay. Oh my God, you're such a downer. They've also announced uh, Sorry, one. It's not Bosk. <laughs> one film. But Bosk movies got announced. Who? What? Bosch. 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 Boosh. Boosh. Whatever the fuck his name is. Bosch? Bosk. Boosh. Beesh. <laughs> sure. Ahsoka Tano is a name that just goes trippingly off your tongue. Uh, but Star Wars But Harry, ba Harry Bosch. You Harry get all, Bosch. You get all Harry up. Balls. Uh, yeah, it looks like uh, Filoni's going to be able to uh, direct and produce one of the films. I think that one's supposed to tie in all this Mandalorian storylines with like Boba Fett and Ahsoka Tana and Mandalorian shows all tying together. Uh, James Mangold, apparently on hand to direct, who also recently directed The Dial of Destiny, the new Indiana Jones yeah, film. He's doing prequels. He gave us Logan as well. Yeah. Uh, Mangold's yeah. film will be the story of the first Jedi yeah. ever to wield the Force. Going back thousands of years. And Filoni's movie, as you mentioned, will be set in the New Republic timeline. Yes. And that's the one we're living in now with everything else, right? With the Mandalorian, Mandalorian. and the Sogatan, yes. And they've announced, to the chagrin of some, Daisy Ridley is returning to the movies. Ray, she is going to be a Jedi master. Yeah. The film will be set at a Jedi Academy, yes. and she will be the powerful Jedi master teaching other that's supposed to be like Padawan. 15 years after the events of Rise of Skywalker. Oh. And I'm actually excited about that because it, there's it, you're not constrained by anything at this point. It can she go is anywhere. strong with the force. It can go anywhere at this point. She's mm. know her her parents are. You do <laughs> the other ones. You know where everything leads to. The, that movie it can go anywhere. Her parents turned out to be nobody. Uh, disappointed I was. Sorry, Yoda. You can get a Bosch movie. Bosk. Bosk. Bisk. Bisk. Bask. Let's take a look at today's celebrity birthdays. All these stars born on April 10th, starting with bassist Steven Gustafsson of 10,000 Maniacs. He's 66. Shiver in my bones just thinking about the weather. 
Steven Seagal is 71. Oh. I'm, a, I'm a kung fu master, and I'm also a Buddhist Zen monk, <laughs> and I'm also a Russian citizen. <laughs> I like to eat butter by the stick. Ugh. It's a big doughy goo now. Gross human being. Peter McNichol, great actor. Ally McBeal, uh, Ghostbusters 2, 69 years old today. Singer-producer Babyface is 65. Musician Brian Setzer, formerly of the Stray Cats, and then, of course, the Brian Setzer Orchestra. He's 64. We're gonna rock this town, rock it inside out. We're gonna rock this town, make them scream and shout. Let's rock, rock, rock me and rock. Comedian Orlando Jones is 55. David Harbour of Stranger Things turns 48. Kyler Lee from Supergirl is 41. Guitarist Mike Mushock of Stained is 54. It's been a while since I could hold my head up high. And it's been a while since I first saw you. Mandy Moore is 39. Shay Mitchell of Pretty Little Liars is 36. Haley Joel Osment started his career, of course, with The Sixth Sense as a child actor. He's now 35 years old. Bassist Andrew Dost of Fun Period is 40. A.J. McCalka of A.J. Alley and A.J. is 32. Sophia Carson of The Descendants over there on Disney is 30. Just talking about her, Daisy Ridley from Star Wars The Force Awakens is 31. I'm not a Star Wars guy. Yeah. But I saw that show, yeah. and I had no problems with it. I thought she was fine. I didn't either. I thought it was entertaining yeah. for the most part. Yeah, I didn't like the big horse race that was, in the middle of that it. That was Last Jedi. Oh. That was the second one. Oh, I didn't care for that race. either. But I like her. I like Daisy Ridley. I like her, too. She's 31 today. And Katina Leskanich of, not Katina, Katrina. It's right there in the name. It is. Katrina and the Waves. She's 63. I'm That's it for today's Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. And now, because it's Monday, it's time to feed Eddie Pence something hmm. new. And as I mentioned, we will be changing his life today. Will we? People were stunned and shocked what? when Eddie turned up his nose at this particular food. Hey, Ralph and Eddie and everybody. Steve, I hope you get better soon. Uh, Ralph, uh, can we do Chicken Cordon Bleu for much on Monday, please? Because... I agree with Eddie on, on, on honestly most of his stuff, but he is dead wrong right? on chicken cordon bleu. <laughs> right, chicken cordon bleu is one of the most beautiful foods you can eat. Beautiful. I, beautiful. I, I can't remember how old I was. I was ten or something. Oh. My mom like got some frozen ones from the store, or whatever. Right. You put them in the stove, mm -hmm. and I love those. I've never actually had like freshly cooked from the oh. restaurant. I've never even had a restaurant who ever saw. I've never seen that on a menu oh, in a restaurant. So I'm good. envious of you, Ralph, that you got to have that fresh ever. 
I can only imagine how good that would be. Oh, I was there. I had frozen ones that you put in the oven for a bit. And those were amazing. Right. I can only imagine a fresh one. How so good that good. would be. What the fuck? Oh, I'm, I'm so um, <laughs> But can we please do Jesus. Chicken Cordon Bleu oh for Eddie for Much and Monday? Yes. Because Eddie, you're, I know you don't like this. You don't like to mix your meats, but Eddie, I guarantee you, you are wrong on this one. Yes. I, I agree with you on most of your stuff. So you are wrong on this. Wrong. It is amazing. Wrong. Uh, you are wrong. I was thinking, was that a third meat to that? You are wrong. <laughs> Eddie! Is wrong. Yeah, in case you missed that, he says he doesn't want to eat it because he doesn't like to mix his meat. Not, not a big meat mixer. Chicken cordon bleu, mm -hmm. which in French means blue ribbon. This was what was awarded the highest honor of foods. Uh-huh. Uh, was not as ancient as it sounds. It sounds like it's something to come out of France in the 1800s or something. Sure. But it dates back to the 60s, pretty much. Oh, that's not old. Uh, it started with um, veal cordon bleu, which began in Switzerland. Basically, schnitzel, pounded veal, thin, and then you'd fold it over, put ham and cheese on the inside, and then you cover the whole thing in batter, bread it, and then you either bake or fry it. And then chicken started being replaced here in the United States in the mid-1960s. It's uh, pretty easy to prepare if you want to make it at home, sir. It sounds like you could enjoy it uh, in the privacy of your own home with, yeah, your, pan you with your pants down. You, fucking would. you just get a chicken breast. You butterfly it, as they say, which is to cut it in almost completely in half. You place a couple of thin slices of fresh ham inside along with a thin slice of soft, easily melted cheese. Then the chicken breast is closed. You get a roulade where you roll it around in that um, uh, juice. Juice. Just juice. Juice. Use. Coated in breadcrumbs, and then you can either fry it or bake it. I'm uh -huh. telling you, no matter how you do it, yeah. you're not going to be disappointed. Okay. Sometimes they use bacon instead of ham. There's a couple of different variations. Mm -hmm. But today, we're going to be eating old school chicken cordon bleu. Okay. Did you make this? Fine dining. Did you make this? I didn't. No, I, I got some frozen ones ah. and I popped them in the oven. I don't oh. have time to cook for you like, oh, a, man. like a slave. Oh, come on. Just eat what I give you uh. and love it because it's time for Munchin' Monday. Munchin' Mondays, it's a fun day, and it's happening on the Ralph Report. Munchin' Mondays, Eddie's fun day, will he vomit all over the floor? I don't eat fungus. I don't like it. I did the, the thought of it makes me sick. The testicles are just all... Don't poke at it like a goofball. It just... Like, well, it looks like you dropped a hot pocket on the beach. It's not, That's what it's it looks not. like. For you two, three, and four-star generals who like to watch Munch and Monday as well as just listen, <laughs> there it is in all its delicious glory. And I didn't cut him. out of the side. I didn't cut him because I wanted the, the chicken to stay moist and 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 moist. Mine came. And uh, But sometimes the cheese does sort of leak out the sides. <laughs> I don't have my headphones on here. I'm going to put them on. <laughs> um, I provided for you fork and knife so you, you can did. cut into it yourself. All right. And you will have the experience of a lifetime. Will I? Yes. It's going to change your life. Look at Reggie's around, oh, Phoebe's yeah. around. Everybody wants. They, they also lick their butts. <laughs> also so. want some. All right. All right. Oh, it's got a heavy bite here. It's gooey. It is I gooey. Like it. I will give it that. It's good, gooey. Oh, this piece doesn't have ham in it. Yeah, they all have ham in this it. This piece does not. Get a I'm ham. I'm trying to get the full effect. I'm going to show the, four, the three, two, three, and four-star generals watching. Look at the inside of that. Look at that. 
hammy goodness. What is the sauce? Cheesy goodness. Cheese, just cheese. Cheese, ham, and chicken rolled into one heavenly concoction. Chicken smells good. You will mix your meats. Not a big fan of the ham. After you taste this. Right. You ready to yeah, eat some yeah, chicken yeah. cordon bleu? Uh -huh. All right, here we go. Mmm. Oh my God. I don't taste the ham. Not bad. Get a hammy piece. I heard that. You don't have that piece. Get a hammy piece. There's not a lot of ham in this. We oh. don't put too much ham in it. <laughs> it's a smatter of ham. Just a, just a couple thin slices of ham. All right. It's, this is hammy. Mm, that's very hammy. All right. <laughs> like you. I'm going to cut it. That's okay. Come on. I don't hate it. Mm. It's not bad. Oh my God. <laughs> this guy's right. It's beautiful. I don't know if it's beautiful. Mm. I'd rather have the chicken breast just by itself no. with some barbecue sauce on it. The cheese and the ham and eh. the chicken come together in a medley not of really. flavors no. that'll rock your eh, world. It's okay. It's okay. So much better than okay. It's not, it's not great. Mm. It's okay. I don't care for the cheese. Mm. It's too cheesy. I hate you so It dominates much. everything. Why are you back in my home? <laughs> Go back it's to okay. your house. It's okay. I don't hate it. But this is probably the only time I've ever got to eat chicken cordon bleu. Come on. Yeah, I don't love it. You wouldn't order that again after tasting it. No, not if I had other things on the menu. If there were other options on the menu, no, I probably wouldn't pick this. But that's just me. I don't care for the cheese. Cheese is makes everything better. Eh, cheese is like not, bacon. Not, not cheese burst. No, bacon's bacon. Imagine that bacon's with not bacon cheese. and cheese and chicken. No. Again, it's too much. It's not. Just yeah. mix your meats. I don't you don't you barely, you barely taste the ham, so I'll give it that. But I don't the cheese is too much. Well, I'll it's make you another cheesy. one with loaded up with ham. Just enough ham to it's choke okay. a horse. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I don't love it, but I don't hate it. It's guess, just okay. Guess you gotta take small. Like if, victories. I, if, if I was at a wedding and yeah. they're like, "Okay, you have a choice between chicken cordon bleu and uh, the veggie platter," I would take chicken cordon bleu. You would. But they go, "Okay, do you want you do want a uh, uh, ribeye mm -hmm. or chicken cordon bleu?" Right. I'm fucking taking the ribeye. You can shove the chicken cordon bleu up your asshole. I'm taking the ribeye. Missing out. I'm man. not missing out because I just had just it. Beef. I didn't miss it. It's just beef. That's right. Just beef. Good beef. This has a medley of flavors. It has chicken. Not big and on the medley. Ham, I don't cheese. care for the medley. The breadcrumbs gives it a nice uh, uh, texture, a nice mouthfeel. <laughs> I don't. I don't judge food by mouthfeel. Don't have a mouthfeel for food. Yeah. You just stick anything in your mouth. That's mm -hmm. why. It's okay. <sighs> it's okay. I guess I'll take okay. I'll take it over the vegetarian platter. There you go. So there. He'll and take the fish. It, I'll take it over a fish dish. He'll take it over a plate of of fish celery or, and jicama. And fish. If there's like some sort of white fish on the menu, I'll take this. All right. We'll mark you, mark you down for one cordon bleu. But it's below red meat. Okay. And and pork. Fair Any enough. sort of barbecue. <laughs> and everything else. Something like that. If yeah, you've yeah, ever yeah. eaten. Yeah, maybe hot dog. <sighs> below hot dog. It's just another munch in Monday. Fun day, maybe something on a fun day. I hope I don't get the run stay. It's just another munch in Monday. Our 
always make the mistake of filling my mouth again. Before I don't know why you do that. Speak. It's not like this is the first time you've done this. Because oh, it's just too good to resist. <laughs> Did you buy like a 12-pack of them? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have dinner. I'm going to be You're eating good. them for some time. <laughs> That's it for today's show, kids. Thanks so much for joining us. Welcome back to the Batcave, Eddie Pence. Yeah, glad to be back. We'll do it again tomorrow, kids, in order for you to join us. However, you got to take care of you. So please stay good in the hood. And if you can. Stay sweet at six feet. I know what I'm speaking of. I lost a week of my life last week. Because. Life is life. And we want yours to be long, happy, and healthy. So we'll talk to you tomorrow. Until then, please remember, I love you. I mean it. Bye. Ha ha, so ha, ha, I got it, ha ha, bye bye. Take a better dance now. Bye, Menon. Ah!